This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for the Volunteering South Hotspot. This time every Friday morning we take a look at the power of volunteering in our communities, talking with local organisations. And today we're going to talk about the Dunedin Night Shelter Trust. The Night Shelter there at 18 Lee Street is uh, offering emergency accommodation to anyone in need. And uh, it's a very vital service. Unfortunately, uh, the need is there and no doubt quite strong. We'll find out a little bit more about that with uh, Chris Edwards who joins us now. Morena, good to have you with us, Chris. Thanks for coming in. Thank you for having me. Um, perhaps you could start, Chris, by just giving us a little bit of an overview of the day-to-day operations of uh, the night shelter. Yeah, so um, we open at six at night, um, where people come in usually between six and seven. Um, either they can come in just for a meal and a shower and to do some washing, um, or they can come in um, if they need to overnight. Um, they can stay for up to five days. Um, in that time, we work with them um, to help find uh, more permanent accommodation, as well as supporting them with with any other needs that they may have. We have a social worker who's employed to do that. Um, so we see our job as very much following up on people, um, so that hopefully they don't come need to come back again. You know. How would you describe demand for your services at the moment? Um, in the colder months, it's, it's always more. Um, I think uh, New Zealanders in the summer months are quite good at just camping out and uh, making do, you know. Um, so we're definitely busier in the winter. Um, but we're busy all year round. Um, we rarely have a night where we don't have people in. Um, so, And we, t- we take both men and women um, um, and I would say on, on an, an average week we would have um, probably four or five a night. Um, yeah, so... Um, and, you know, do you have a gut feeling for what percentage of the Dunedin's homeless population that might represent? Oh, I'm, I'm not good at percentages. Um, I think... I, I think the thing is that in, in Dunedin we have a very hidden... Um, homeless population really um, I mean sometimes we do get calls um, about people camping out rough places and we will go out and try and find them and have a conversation and bring them in if we can um, but there's also um, people bunking down with friends people who are in boarding houses where that's broken down and they have to move out with very little notice um, and so so often um, it's like a circular um, thing that people get into um, and because accommodation in New Zealand, uh, Dunedin is so expensive, um, finding places to live is difficult, particularly if you're single. The circumstances that bring people to the night shelter many and varied I imagine there are yes. some who are just temporarily in transition y- yes we it, it, it's quite amazing the different um, you know I think people often assume that um, a person that comes to the night shelter is you know a man in his 60s who you know has terrible clothing and um, but that's not true um, we have a lot of young people um, we have at least a woman at least once a week, probably maybe more sometimes. Um, 
Yeah, and we have people from every background that have, for, for whatever reason, things have gone bad, you know, uh, relationship break breakups, medical reasons, housing reasons. Um, yeah, it's pretty varied, really. Chris, uh, describe, if you could, the, the facility that you have there in Lee Street. Yeah, so we have um, five bedrooms. One of them we keep for women only. Um, and the other four is uh, they're all shared rooms. Uh, we have up to twelve. We can have twelve people in on one night. Um, it's really quite comfortable and very clean. Um, it's not like the type of DOS houses that you see on movies. You know, um, we try to keep it as homely as we possibly can. Um, and at night time, we make sure that we do a really good meal. Um, and in the daytime, in the morning before people leave, we make up a lunch for them to have um, and then tell them places where they can hopefully get free tea and coffee, you know, in the mm. day. And I imagine you've talked, touched on this earlier, but also connecting them potentially with other organisations who might be able to support other needs that were going on for them at that time? Absolutely. I mean, um, people rarely come in with just a housing need. You know, um, often there's been breakdowns in relationships, uh, particularly with parents for younger people, um, and uh, um, maybe mental health difficulties, drinking and alcohol difficulties. Um, yeah, the list goes on, really, as well as, of course, um, trying to sort out benefits and um, sometimes bank accounts. Um, so, yeah, it, um, we work with quite a few organisations. Um, one of the organisations that we work with quite closely that support us is Servants Medical Health Centre. Um, they are wonderful if we have somebody that needs to see um, not necessarily a doctor straight away, but we can definitely get them in to see the nurse straight away with med with servants. Um, they, they are wonderful in supporting us and our clients. Yeah, we've talked to, talked with them here yeah. on the Volunteer South Hotspot before. How is the Trust's work made possible? This uh, facility can't run without support. How does it happen? That's absolutely right, and it's one of the main reasons I'm here. Um, We don't get any government funding whatsoever, so we survive on what people in Dunedin um, give us and local charities. Um, So we are having a... Um, our annual appeal um, on the 1st and 2nd of October which is the Friday and Saturday Um, and that really is quite important to us um, because um, that funding helps keep us alive really so um, if people are able to give an hour to collect I know it's not the most interesting job in the world um, but it really is vital to help us keeping the night shelter open Yeah, we've heard uh much about the the creative ways that, that organisations need to go about their fundraising, yes. but shaking a can is still a really essential part of it for many organisations, and that includes yours, doesn't it? Uh, absolutely, and I, and I think too that um, the thing about um, being out there and being visible is it, um, it, you know, it reminds people that we exist and that, you know, homelessness is real, and um, and that's, you know, another part of doing the street appeal is just physically having bodies with our name in the street. Um, because I think, you know, a lot of people go about their lives and may never come across 
never need night shelter, you know, and then there's those people that do. Um, so it's also about advertising our services. Indeed. And look, you know, every contribution is valuable. You've got a couple of spare dollars, that's fantastic. Uh, it all adds up. If you can chuck a bit more in, that's good too. And, and I no doubt through the year you welcome opportunities for people to make donations to support the Trust's works as well. Yeah, we, we have a Give a Little page and also uh, we advertise things on our Facebook page um, in ways that people can support us throughout the year. And I've got to say, I mean, working at the night shelter, you see, you know, you, you come across some pretty sad stories but you also come across some very very generous and wonderful people um so yeah it's definitely a double-edged sword all right so this is one way that you can help out if you can spare a bit of time first and second of october is the appeal uh, to shake a can in support of the dunedin night shelter trust they'd love to hear from you we'll give you their contact details in a moment Uh, are there any other ways that volunteers are contributing to the work that you do Yes, we have uh, volunteers um, who help out um, usually um, from six to nine at night when it's obviously our busy times. Um, And that's about, um, you know, peeling potatoes, cooking dinner, um, washing dishes um, and just chatting to people and making them feel welcome and and you know that being at the night shelter is not terrible you know um so we have volunteers that do that and um also we've um had volunteers help us with our social media things um so yeah we're always interested in volunteers coming along and getting involved well like so many not-for-profits you 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 might have a skill that uh, might be really really valuable you mentioned uh you mentioned social media you know that's quite important these days in terms of getting your profile out there perhaps you've got some computing or admin skills that you might be able to offer that kind of thing um what about the trust itself you're uh, well catered for in terms of your trustees at the moment yes we we have um a, a, a trust board that in all honesty is really astounding they work very very hard and i'm just amazed at what they give they really are amazing um and at the moment we yeah we have um quite a few people on our board so well that's good to hear yeah you can find out more about the dunedin night shelter trust by checking out their website dunedinnightshelter.co.nz it's that simple dunedinnightshelter.co.nz but chris if someone wants to get in touch and find out more about volunteering opportunities whether it's shaking a can or perhaps uh, offering uh, something in terms of their time at the shelter itself what's the best way to get in touch either through our facebook page which is nice and easy to find or you can email me or at manager at dunedinnightshelter.co.nz Nice and simple. Chris Edwards, thanks so much for taking some time to join us for our Volunteer South Hotspot today. Thanks to you and the team for all the great work that you're doing and all the best for your fundraising efforts. And thank you for having us. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.